Figures in the Dark, the podcast where we tell stories of all things murderous, paranormal, and terrifying that go on in the dark. My name is Tori. My name's Taylor Shea. And that's the first time I've ever said that without looking at the piece of paper we have written down on. Well, <laughs> you can introduce, because clearly, you according can't. to the last episode, I cannot. <laughs> you can't. I'm just um, losing my mind. We're recording right at one right after another, so I don't think we really have a lot of like... No. So so this episode's for the people who think we talk too much. Haha. All right, have so fun. we'll hop right into it. Yes. So we're going to continue in our discussions of grooming Mm. however this time we're going to also be talking about how gender plays a role in the way that we treat sexual violence against children i'm assuming this is going to be about a woman yes it is so today i'm going to talk to you about mary Kay letourneau who i think heard that name before yeah a famous asshole okay so Although the perception of sexual violence has changed somewhat over the two decades since this story began, I want to start this case by saying outright that still to this day in 2023, the way that cases like these are handled, reported, and the public's overall viewpoints on these cases are nowhere where they should be. Agreed. So that being said, throughout this, I will provide ample warning uh, that all of the ways that this case had been reported in the past is deeply inappropriate and is in no way supported by us or should be by anyone for that matter. Mm -hmm. So although I have done quite a lot to try to change the language in this case to try to really explain what is happening Mm -hmm. in the context that it should be spoken about, however, the way any of these articles have been written have not always been that way. Mm -hmm. So Makes sense, yeah. Yes, so just... Remember that if at any point, if I use language that is not victim-centric or that does not support my personal viewpoints, it is because like of the talking way. about being in a relationship or exactly. involved with each other, like, yes. or affair. Like, yep. we don't, and I think I mentioned that, like, during mm-hmm. the last episode, like, I use those, like, that language because I just, that's the language that Sabrina used, so I just mm-hmm. use it because that's what was in my yes. sources, you know what I mean? So. And that's going to also be very, that's kind of the way that the victim in this talked about it for a very long time as well. Mm-hmm. So, that being said, Mary Kay Letourneau grew up in California as one of several children to former senator and professor John Schmitz. Mm -hmm. So, Schmitz was a quote-unquote family values, Mm. ultra-conservative, Catholic, Republican senator in the state. Hate it. So, he was as far left as one could be, especially- Far right, Or far right. Yeah, sorry. Oh, my God. As far right as one could ever be, especially during the 1960s to 1970s. Mm -hmm. So, he at one time had even unsuccessfully ran for president in 1972. Oh, shit. So, he served two terms of office before news broke in 1982 that this hypocritical fascist had (laughs) been having a long-term affair with one of his former poli-sci students that he had taught at Santa Ana College. Mm. So, the pair had even secretly raised- two children together oh, wait wait they had yeah. kids together they had kids together he had a whole second family with this person <gasps> fuck bro yes so many that knew mary Kay closely say that this incident broke her and that after this uh she most often lived within a fantasy world of her own making mm-hmm. even given that she was 20 years old at the time that this broke mm-hmm. according to her childhood best friend michelle lobdell mary Kay worshipped her father and this incident ruined her ideas of what the world was but mm-hmm. all but that although this clearly affected what Mary Kay thought of as right or wrong, she still had an overwhelming desire for her parents' approval. Makes sense. So none of this, however, is justification for what will later happen. This is just being included because it clearly plays a role in the ways that Mary Kay will later try to excuse her own actions to herself and to others. Mm-hmm. So that is the only reason why I'm telling you this, even though I do think the family that she came from and their political connections really did play a role in 
not only how this case is talked about, but I think mm-hmm. in her, like, not really having, or justice not really being served, mm-hmm. as well as her gender and many other factors. Mm-hmm. I'm forgetting fully, but, like, the exact, like, parts of the cabinet. But one of her brothers literally worked for Trump. Oh, fuck. Like, that's how politically connected her family oh, still shit. is. Oh, shit. Damn. Yeah, so... When Mary Kay was in college at Arizona State University, she met Steve Letourneau. Mm -hmm. So the pair dated for some time, even though that friend Michelle claims that the pair did not seem to be a true match and that she could see that this man was not on the same intellectual level as Mary. Mm -hmm. So, however, in 1984, when Mary became pregnant by Steve, her parents pressured her into marrying him, even though she was unhappy within the relationship. Which makes sense because Catholic family conservative. Yeah, makes sense. Exactly. So... Many who knew her well say that this really was just her still trying to people please to her parents, even though really I don't know why she even is bothering, given that her dad mm-hmm. is not, doesn't even uphold the shit that yeah. he says anyways. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. Who cares? Yeah. So after they married, the pair had been living in Alaska near Steve's parents. But by the late 80s, the pair had moved to Seattle for Steve's air baggage control job. So he basically would load luggage onto airplanes. So they had to move for that? Well, uh, it, I'm I'm not going to shame anybody for what job they do or do not have or for their mm-hmm. financial standing as a poor person. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to judge. I mean, yeah. But I think it's very obvious that like Mary wanted to, Mary Kay wanted to start anew, but also that she was, I put this in here to show that she was deeply unhappy with mm. her husband, not only just that she never clearly loved him Mm -hmm. and that only married him because of unplanned pregnancy Mm -hmm. but also she was not happy with her financial situation with him Mm -hmm. at all she wanted she and her best friend used to talk about how they wanted to be married to like lawyers or doctors like Mm, okay like they wanted the good life that that was always her dream was to have that good financial Mm -hmm. life she wanted to have what her parents had and she didn't have that Mm -hmm. with steve yeah makes sense so by 1989 the pair had had four children together jesus yeah wait so how long have they been together at this point um they married i think in the early 80s okay so okay yeah. I, I, thought, I thought it was gonna be like they had like four kids in four years i'd be like that makes fucking sense with a family but shit yeah they had well quick succession so the pair had four children together but their marriage was suffering mm-hmm. so at this time both of them had begun having affairs on one another mm. and mary Kay had resolved herself to mainly focus only on her children and her career rather than her marriage mm-hmm. so that same year she graduated with a teaching degree and had taken a job teaching second grade at shorewood elementary mm-hmm. So all of her coworkers at the school thought highly of Mary Kay and thought she was a standout teacher. So Mary Kay was heavily involved in the school and began taking on all kinds of extracurricular responsibilities, most especially anything regarding furthering artistic talent with students. Mm -hmm. So to her peers, she seemed to be quite passionate about this and didn't think it odd when she kept speaking so highly of one of her second grade students, Vili Falau. And his Mm -hmm. love for making art. Mm -hmm. So she would talk about wanting to nurture his creative spirit and was a teacher that seemingly was very encouraging of these pursuits. Uh, And to them, she seemed like someone who wanted to make it more accessible for students that loved art to be able to further these goals. Mm -hmm. So it didn't seem so strange to anyone when she began to take on teaching an art summer camp in 1996. Mm -hmm. So one of the students attending this camp was Vili Falau, who by this point was 12 years old and in sixth grade. Mm -hmm. So Vili was an excellent art student and was very passionate about art and even had dreams of becoming a professional artist. Mm -hmm. 
So having a teacher he respected pay so much attention to his work meant a lot to him, mm-hmm. especially given that Vili was from a very large split family. Um, I forget fully, but I think he was one of 17 children. Jesus Christ, dude. Yes, through, like, many of them half-siblings mm-hmm. from but either still. parent. But still. he, Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he does admit that he did not receive the attention at home that he truly needed mm-hmm. because of these things. Mm-hmm. So one day, Vili and his cousin were messing around and taking on dares and teasing each other when he bet his cousin that he could hit on his teacher. Mm-hmm. And he did just that. He did go up and he hit on her. However, this again is a child who in a bet decided to hit on his adult teacher. Mm-hmm. Mary Kay. Which, which, and like a side yeah. note, how, like how many of us when we were in like mm-hmm. sixth, seventh grade were like, oh my God, look at like Mr. Like Mr. Yeah, like he's so hot. Like, oh my God. Like, yeah, we've all done Mr. that. T's butt. We've mm-hmm. all done that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, so. It's normal for children to have crushes. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes even normal for kids to have crushes on their adult teachers. Yes. However, it is unacceptable for those adult teachers to, to then on act on those yes. things. And it is unacceptable to blame a child for yes. having these kinds of feelings. Completely agree. Children do have these feelings. Yep. However, they Completely don't need to be agree. acted on by adults. Yep. And they okay. are not to blame if adults do. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So Mary Kay then claims in her words, I was pursued and I didn't think about it so one day at camp mary Kay decided to invite Billy out to dinner to celebrate him finishing all of his summer camp assignments wait so at this point he's still 12 he's still 12 12 okay. yep so Billy later testified that on this very first date mary Kay talked to him about having sex he said that she discussed it with him and had told him that she would wait until he was 18 so on june 18th 1996, a little less than one week away from Villy's 13th birthday, police received a call about a drunk driver in the school parking lot. What they found was Mary Kay Letourneau in her car wearing only a large t-shirt and Villy Falau in the backseat of her car pretending to be asleep. She told police that it was okay. She was his teacher and his mom knows that he's with me. Even though these two were in various states of undress and this was a 34-year-old woman with a 12-year-old in her car, they decided to call his mother and ask her what she would like them to do. Billy told her on the phone that it was all a misunderstanding, that it was an innocent situation, and that he was just going to be spending the night with Letourneau's family. His, which no 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 which you, n- you don't no. ask your students to spend the night at your house Mm-mm. even if you have children that you're pretending they're spending the night with. even like college professors don't do that with adult college like kids yeah okay all right okay, uh-huh. okay. all right uh-huh. <laughs> yeah do, do you see that this is weird mm-hmm. i see that this is weird do all of you see that it's weird because it's fucking it's weird. fucking weird yeah. okay a police officer hmm? can you do your fucking job for once <laughs> in your fucking life <laughs> no okay <laughs> Okay, so his mother believed him and told the police not to worry about it and that it was clearly a mistake to think that anything was happening here and to let Villy leave with Letourneau. It is not fully known if police described fully the visual that they had gotten about this, you know, various states of undress during this phone call, but his mother did not want to pursue anything as she thought it was all an innocent misunderstanding. So his mother has said more recently that if she had fully known what was happening and had been told what the police saw, she would not have made this decision Mm -hmm. to not pursue or to let her child leave with this person. Makes sense, yeah. 
and as for police, after that phone call with his mom, they decided to leave and did not pursue any charges at this time. Which, um, okay, I don't care. Yeah. If, like, how, and this, I'm, maybe it's a little bit of, like, a different, mm-hmm. like, situation. Yeah. But, like, when clients, when I talk, when clients talk to me and they're like, oh, yeah, my abuser slapped my kid. Uh, but, like, I don't want to, it's fine. Like, I, I trust him with my kid. Like, I can't be like, okay, I won't make a mandated report. It's fine. Nope. I have to make a mandatory report. I don't give a fuck if you don't if you want me to or not. Yeah. Do your fucking job. Do your job. fucking job. I yeah. Yeah, do your fucking job. Yep. So instead of just making a clear arrest or even being like, Yeah, he's not going home with you. We're gonna call his fucking mom at bare minimum and be like, I don't care what's going on. No. Or even like after that phone call, be like, No, Miss Falau, you need to come down here and get your kid. We are not sending this child back with this woman. I do not care. You have to come here and get your kid. Point blank, period. Well, this was also before the whole, like, no child left behind thing. Yeah, this was 96. So this was when I was born. So it was like, who gives a fuck about your kids? Just let them fucking go. Exactly. Let them ride bikes in the middle of the road. Who cares? Hit them with a car. It's just kids. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Basically. So they're like... So this continued for months after this, and Billy mm. began being invited to stay after school with her. Mm. She would take him out to the movies, out on dates, and even began taking him to her house where she would continue to molest him. Jesus. This same house that she shared with her husband and four children, mind you. So, And her husband knew, didn't know about this? We'll get there. Oh, fuck. So at this time, rumors were circulating around town that a teacher was in a relationship with an elementary school student, but no one really truly believed it. So around this time, Mary Kay did disclose to her childhood best friend, Michelle, uh, that she had been having an affair. She told her friend that he was a student in a summer art class, but she did not disclose Billy's age. Her friend assumed that because this person she was having an affair or that the person she was having an affair with was a college student. Because she knew that Mary Kay continued college courses. Okay, that makes sense. So she thought, oh, it was someone she met at one of her courses. Mm Mm-hmm. Not thinking that, you know, her friend's disgusting and molesting a 12-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. But, so, Mary Kay wasn't just coming to her friend in a crisis because she was having an affair. She came to learn that she was pregnant, and she knew that her husband could not be the father. Her friend admits that she, because she didn't know the situation very well, they didn't even live in the same state, so this mm-hmm. was, like, long-distance best friends. So she asked Mary Kay if it was possible to pass the baby off of Steve's. But she told her that that would not be possible given that the baby would not have blonde hair or blue eyes like her other children mm-hmm. due to the fact that Vili was Filipino-American. Mm-hmm. So, however, she luckily didn't have to think about this for too long as Steve did find out and so did one of his relatives who on March 4th, 1997, made a call to the local police department, re- made a report of Mary Kay mm-hmm. molesting Vili. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to fully like shade Steve here, but... In inner, well, no, I am because when Billy, has, <laughs> nice. I'm gonna. So when Billy was later interviewed about it, that I was like, "Did Steve know?" He was like, "Yeah, Steve knew, and he once threatened me and told me to like leave his li- wife alone, or that he'd like ruin my life." So um, you like threatened a, a child? The fuck? You didn't call the police? Oh my god! I've, yeah, no. Whoever the relative of Steve is, you're the real OG here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're like, the you're only the fucking one. reasonable. Yeah, adult exactly. In this situation. So. 
She was then arrested that day after a meeting at the school. So most of her coworkers were shocked to find out what she was being arrested for as they did not believe that Mary Kay could have been capable of this. Even her own neighbor, David Gerke, a local attorney who would later go on to represent her, did not believe the news at first. So Gerke decided to take on Mary Kay as a client due to their friendship as neighbors. Mm -hmm. He was sure at first that this whole thing must have been a mistake until he met with Mary Kay herself. When he talked with her, he quickly realized that it was true that Mary Kay had been molesting this boy, but that also she was living in a completely delusional place mm-hmm. and genuinely believed that what she was doing was not criminal. That, uh, how? Like, this is a fucking minor. I get it. This is like mm-hmm. 25 years ago, 25, 26 years ago. But fuck, dude. Like, come on. The fuck? Nah. Yep. No. Yeah, so after her arrest, mind you, she I want to point out she wasn't saying this stuff before her arrest, but after she was arrested, she began saying that Villy and her were in love, that Villy was the love of her life. Previously, when she talked to her best friend about this, she wasn't saying that she was in love with the person she was mm-hmm. having an affair, just that she was having an affair and that she found out she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. So... I want us to keep that in mind because fuck Mary Kay and any of the stupid mm-hmm. shit she tries to say afterwards. I don't believe in my heart of hearts that this woman, like, obviously, because mm-hmm. she's a fucking groomer and a predator. I don't believe she was ever in love with Billy. And I really hate that she constantly keeps trying to say, like, that she loved him, that it was OK for her to do this because she loved him. Wait, I don't so think she, she did. So she got pregnant when he was like, what, 13? Yep. She got pregnant with his mm-hmm. child when she, he was 13. She now, after she's arrested, which only after her arrest does she say that she's in love mm-hmm. with him. I Jesus think that it's Christ. bullshit to try to oh, justify her actions. So she was convinced that all of this was going to go away quickly. There would be no further police involvement and that she was just going to get a divorce from Steve, marry Villy, and gain custody of her previous four children. Uh, he's 13. Yes. Marry him? Thir- bitch, what? Yes. Wow, talk about fucking delusional. <laughs> yeah. And I say, so, I'm delusional. Holy shit. I live in a constant state of delusion. But, but like, yeah. this bitch is on a whole nother she's, fucking universe of delusion. Oh, yeah. She is out there. God damn. She's on her own fucking planet. Damn. So, her attorney had to repeatedly explain to her that this was not going to happen, that she had committed a crime, and that she was going to court and likely would serve jail time. Mm-hmm. So, but she just kept repeatedly saying that she didn't know what she had done was a crime and that it was okay because they were in love. He's 13. He's 13. And just because you don't know something's a crime doesn't mean it's not a crime. Exactly. You could sit there and say, well, I don't know. Murder is a crime. It's still a crime. It doesn't matter if you don't know. It's still not right. Still a crime. The fuck? Oh, my God. What are you talking about? Be like, I didn't know it was was illegal to steal stuff. So I just took a bunch of stuff from Target. Mm. Uh, Be like, well, it's still illegal whether you thought you knew about it or not. Oh my fucking God, bro. I can't. But like, insider trading. I didn't know that that was a crime. It is. Mm-hmm. Still got to pay, pay the price. Sorry, bitch. Martha Stewart. You still have to go to prison. <laughs> exactly. I still love her, but, you know. Exactly. That was her excuse. Mm-hmm. So as they went to trial, Mary Kay continued to attempt to defend her actions as the pair were just in love and that there was nothing criminal about that. So due to her unwillingness to see this as what it was, the judge did question her possible mental state and did order her to undergo a psych evaluation. Mm -hmm. So she did that as well as the defense had had a psychologist uh, interview her and their psychologist testified that she was suffering from bipolar disorder and that that it contributed to her criminality. 
I'm going to stop real quick. Let me put a pause button on this story for a second. Just because you have bipolar disorder does not mean you're a groomer. Mm -hmm. I have dated people who have bipolar disorder. That does not make you a groomer. It does not. Having a mental illness does not make you a criminal. There is a difference between having a mental illness and being an asshole. We've talked about this since day fucking one. Absolutely. And just because you're having manic episodes, your manic episodes don't usually result in you molesting a kid. I mean, I don't know. Everyone I've ever known who has manic episodes spends all their money, just like, you know, is impulsive, might like hurt themselves, like get new tattoos, like, you know, shit like that. Do stupid shit. Wreck their car. Yeah, not, um, not molest a fucking kid and get knocked up. Yep, but that's what okay, they were trying sure. to say. Sure. Like she's got bipolar, she can't help that she molested this kid. It's the bipolar. That's what did it. You know what a symptom of bipolar disorder is? Molesting, Molesting. children. Yeah, basically. So Jesus. the defense tried to excuse her actions due to her mental illness, as well as the circumstances of her life at the time that she began molesting Billy. So just before she had begun this, what she calls relationship, she had learned about Steve consistently having affairs. She had suffered from a miscarriage, and her father had been diagnosed with cancer, mm-hmm. all of which caused a great depression and huge manic episodes for her. Mm-hmm. As well as her attorney claims that Steve was both emotionally and physically abusive towards her, mm-hmm. he claims that she had gone to the hospital twice due to DV, but that no charges resulted either in either time. Okay, um... Uh, we talked about a couple episodes ago, yeah. like, I'm not going to judge somebody for how they deal with a DV relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm going to judge you if it's with a minor. Yep. I'm going to judge you if it's molesting a kid. I yeah. the There's fuck? nothing else other than what the attorney has claimed, that there was abuse going on in this marriage. I'm not going to say there wasn't, but I don't know how that results in you molesting your student. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I don't. And I don't think that's a justification not for all. molestation not either. So... The, uh, day after day at trial, Mary Kay would enter the room heavily pregnant with Villy's child mm-hmm. and would attempt to justify this as just a tragic romance rather than something criminal that she had done. Until finally, she agreed to take a plea deal. She pled to two counts of second degree rape of a child. So when she pleaded, or pled, uh, she spoke before her sentencing, tearfully telling the court that she had not have done what she did and that what she did was morally and legally wrong, saying that she understood that this shouldn't have happened and that she took responsibility for it. So while awaiting sentencing, she gave birth to her and Billy's daughter, Audrey, on May 29th, 1997. So the judge in, the, in her case felt that after much of the trial, perhaps Mary, fi- Mary Kay finally did understand the severity of her actions and upheld the plea deal that she made. So she was sentenced to seven and a half years in prison, but that this sentence would be reduced down to six months jail time and three years suspended. Whoa, Whoa. hold yep. on. Seven years went down to six months jail time? Yep. Why? Oh my god! She's a woman. Because she, she... she was a woman, and this was a boy, and the media kept making it out to be that this was like ah! every boy's fantasy. Yeah. However, this was also I wanted to tell you this was a female judge. Yep, this was a female judge. So she was then ordered to undergo sex offender treatment for three years. Would not be required to register as a sex offender as part of the agreement. Hold she, the fucking yeah. phone. Yep. She would need to go through sex offender treatment, but wouldn't have to register as a sex offender. Speechless. Right? Like, you literally molested and raped a child and had his baby mm-hmm. and you don't have to be a sex offender are Not- you kidding me nope 
that was going to be part of the agreement. Oh, but she wouldn't have to. My yep. fucking God. However, also as part of this agreement, she would not be allowed any contact with Villy, okay. her five kids, or any other minors for that matter. Ever? Ever. So she, yeah, so she would not be allowed contact with children. She would not be allowed contact with her own five biological mm-hmm. children. And she would absolutely 100% not be allowed to talk to Villy. Makes sense. Yes. Reasonable. Mm. This agreement, fucking deal of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. So she would only serve three months in jail by the time that she was eligible for release. So in January of 1998, Mary Kay Letourneau was released from prison under three conditions. She would have to attend outpatient treatment for sex offenders. She would be required to take her psychiatric medication. And she would not be allowed contact with any children whatsoever. Makes sense. I have a feeling she's not going by by that. That's a really good feeling you got there. Love it, love it, love it, love it. That's fucking astute. <laughs> you, the way the way you just fucking turned at me, you're like, you're fucking right, bitch. You, you got this. <laughs> you're really on the right track. <laughs> so when she was released, she did attend a few treatment sessions, but she refused to buy into any of it and ultimately stopped attending as she believed that she wasn't like any of the other people there. She wasn't sick or bad. She was simply in love. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a sex offender. I'm not a pedophile. I'm not a creep who molested this 13-year-old boy. I just love him. You're... You're 30 fucking four, bitch. Or was when she started this. So 36 by this point. You're 36 and in love with a, what, 15-year-old, bitch? That, is, that child is 20 years your, 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 junior. your junior. That's a baby. That, 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 that's a baby that child could mm-hmm. be your kid. Mm-hmm. Literally. Mm-hmm. So on February 3rd, 1998, after only two weeks of being out of jail, police found her in a parked car with Billy. The officer noticed the vehicle due to the steam on the windows <coughs> and knocked to confirm what was happening. So the pair, the pair attempted to give officers false names and tried to claim that there was no sexual contact that occurred. Mm-hmm. So due to the notoriety of this case, the officer, much like everybody else in Seattle, knew Letourneau's face and immediately placed her under arrest. Mm-hmm. So after which they had found evidence that the pair had met several times before this since her release. Oh, yeah. I'm not shocked. Mm-hmm. So in the car, they found six or $6,200 in cash, baby clothes, and a passport in the car. So they found that in the weeks since her release that she had spent over $850 in young men's clothing and baby clothes. So when the officer asked her why she had such a large amount of sum of cash in her possession, she claimed that the money was to pay her attorney and to pay for dermatological treatments. Yeah, sure, Jan. Sure, Jan. You fucking freak. I have adult acne, so I'm going to pay $6,000. I'm just going to carry around six grand. Just Oh, my God. This bitch is so fucking stupid. Yep. So as well as explaining... Uh, that the clothes were for herself, as she claims that she enjoyed y- wearing youth men's clothes. And that some of the clothes were also just gifts for her relatives. Since when have you dressed in youth men's clothes, ma'am? She didn't. Especially when you look at any of the pictures of her, she literally was, like, almost in, like, fucking prairie Catholic mom 90s clothes. Mm, my fucking God. Cool. Um, also, what were the baby clothes for, for then? What exactly. do you mean they're relatives? You're not supposed to have contact with minors. Exactly. Hello? What relatives are you giving baby clothes to? Sounds like you were going to abduct your kid 
that you're not supposed to have contact with, that you're having contact with another kid you're not supposed to have Mm-mm. contact with, which was the one you molested, and that Mm-mm. you were attempting to try to run away with them. No. Mm-mm. So after this, she would be set to return for court for violating the terms of her parole. But before she did this, she fired her attorney. And she claims that she was tricked into taking the plea deal. as though, uh, And she thought that if she took this deal, she would be able to keep custody of her kids. What? The deal literally said you were not allowed to have contact with your children. So why did you ever think you would? What the fuck? Yeah, this delusional fucking bitch. Oh my gosh, she makes me so angry. So later that February, she stood before the same judge from her previous trial. And this judge was livid. So she revoked the prior plea agreement Letourneau had taken and reinstated the original sentence of seven and a half years mm-hmm. for violating the no contact order. Mm-hmm. So, however, even with such a short window to reoffend and her claims that there was no sexual contact, when the police caught her violating the no contact order, Mary Kay was pregnant with Billy's child once again. Yep. And it was during mm. this second sentence that she gave birth to their daughter, Georgia, on October 16th, 1998. So also in 1998, Mary Kay assisted in co-authoring a French novel about their relationship that's name was loosely translated to only one crime, love. That makes me want to actually fucking vom. Are you kidding me? That makes me want to throw hands. The fuck? Mm-hmm. Nah. Yeah, so again, she's still trying to say that they're just in love. It's not child molestation. It's love. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Also, I love though. We didn't have any sexual contact. Oh, but I'm pregnant. I'm knocked up. I'm knocked up again. Okay. Fuck dog. So while in prison, she spent her first 18 months of her sentence mainly in solitary, doing due to being very unpopular with the majority of her yeah, fellow makes, inmates. Yeah, duh. Because she's just out here raping kids. Exactly. So, yeah. We all know how chomos are in fucking prison. Mm-hmm. So she was released from solitary, though at one point she was put back in for six months due to being caught writing letters to Billy. <sighs> Bitch. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Literally, like, the fuck? The fuck is wrong with you? Oh, my God. So as well as in May of 1999, she filed for divorce and was granted full, cu- or, and her, Steve was granted full custody of their four children. Yeah, obviously. However, I don't know why it took him two years yeah. after she was caught to do it but whatever steve sucks who cares i hope those kids are okay though Mm -hmm. uh so but during the next few years villy's life and mental health took a huge toll his mother was granted custody of both of his daughters Mm -hmm. given you know he was like 15 Mm -hmm. uh so he was often struggling with depression abusing alcohol i'm very sorry to say this and suicidal ideations Mm -hmm. So in March of 1999, he had attempted to take his own life. Mm-hmm. And due to all of this, he had to drop out of high school. Mm-hmm. So he had had dreams of becoming an artist, but due to fatherhood and his need to provide for his girls, he went into construction work and any mm-hmm. labor jobs that he could find. Jesus. So during all of this, Mary Kay continued to contact him. And through her letters and later interviews, she claimed that while they were in prison, they continued to date, that they were together the whole time. So she said that he would go out on dates with girls his own age and try to live normally, but that they were still always very much together. Mm-hmm. So in 2002, Billy's mother filed a lawsuit against the elementary school for failing to protect her son from the abuse, mm-hmm. but ultimately no damages were awarded to her fa- mm, to their that family. Sucks. Really sucks, but not uncommon yeah. in these situations. Yeah. So in 2004, Mary Kay was released after completing her sentence. 
So she was at this time going to be required to register as a sex offender and was placed on the list as a level two offender. Mm -hmm. So she was labeled as what is considered a moderate risk to reoffend. Mm -hmm. So she did still have the no contact order in place Mm -hmm. against her to not have anything to do with Villy, but she very much did. Of course. As she, again, was in a relationship with him and had Villy, who at this point was 21, plead to the courts to drop the order. So she convinced Billy, who was 21, to convince the courts to drop the order. Jesus Christ. And they did. What? They did. Mm -hmm. I literally, even in my, like, field, like, with DV, like, I've never seen a DA drop a no contact order when a victim wants it. Yeah. What? Yep. And especially when this was a child victim. Exactly. And I'm saying that as, like, as adults. Like, they don't drop no contact orders for adults. Yep. While they drop it for a fucking kid. The fuck? Because he's a boy. He clearly wasn't molested. No. This was every boy's dream. Yep. Exactly. Jesus fucking Christ. And on May twenty or May twentieth, two thousand and five, the pair was married. So they had done an exclusive on the wedding with Entertainment Tonight. And at this wedding interview, Mary Kay said that her plans for the future was to try to have another child, to try to and to try to go back to teaching professionally again. <laughs> as a registered sex offender no you're not gonna be able to do that yep so as a registered sex offender legally in the state of washington she would not be able to teach at public schools however she would legally be allowed to teach at community colleges and private schools i fucking hate that yep however that didn't happen for the next decade mary Kay went on to become a legal assistant and would often assist others with their court cases along with hosting hot for teacher nights at a local bar Hot for teacher nights? Yep. What the fuck does that mean? That she's every boy's fantasy because she was a teacher who fucked her student. Oh my fucking God. Yeah. Jesus Christ. This makes this makes me so angry. I, Ugh, I, I feel nauseous right now. That's how everyone should feel. What the fuck? So she did several interviews after her release with and without Villy, where she once again would tell the public that she did nothing wrong and that she believed she never should have gone to prison for her actions as she was in love and didn't believe herself to be a criminal. She would uh, constantly say things like she believes that perhaps there is a need for laws against adults having sex with minors, as there are some that could abuse that kind of relationship, but that her case was one of the exceptions where she claims there is no abuse there on her part and that what she did wasn't abusive. There's just a lot of, there's a lot of pauses because I'm making a lot of fucking faces and a lot of fucking breathing. Because you're angry as you should be because this is fucking ridiculous. What the absolute fuck, dude? Yeah. It'd be like, are you fucking shitting me? (laughs) Yeah. So she would also in some of these interviews, like I could show you them or Mm. y'all should watch them. I'll put in my sources the ones Mm -hmm. that i watched um that she would berate villy in these interviews either pressuring him to say that he was the cause of their relationship starting and that he was the one that went after her even even claiming that even when he was her student in second grade that he had sexual thoughts about her she stated that he used to hide in her classroom's closet so that he could try to look up her skirt as she walked by second fucking grade yep this boy is seven Yep. Maybe eight. Yep. What? No. Oh, my fucking God. I'm so mad right now. I'm so fucking mad. I, it, 
I would get so fucking frustrated. And like, I was very appreciative of the one interview that I watched where the interviewer, he constantly was trying to be like, okay, you're saying, well, yeah, he may have hit on you, but you didn't have to act on it. Mm -hmm. And one of the ones that she did really pissed me off. She was literally started like yelling at the interviewer and was like, do you think that seven or 13 year olds aren't having sex? He was like, I don't know many who are. I'm like, I sure, I believe some probably are. And she was like, they are. And he was like, yeah, but I don't know many who are sleeping with their teacher or many Mm -hmm. that are having sex with adults. Uh, For the most part, I think if children are sexually active, it's with other children. And Mm -hmm. she would just like look pissed about it and was like, she literally was like yelling at him, be like, "You're trying to tell me that 13 year olds don't have sex." He was like, "I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that 13 year olds shouldn't be having sex with their teachers." Jesus fucking Christ, bro. Yeah. So, in every interview she did, she would say over and over again that she was always a person who tried to do the right thing, and that each day she just did her best, and that she just did her best in this situation, as it was just a star-crossed lovers type situation. She has said as well that she genuinely did not know that what she did was criminal and that no one had ever told her directly that this was a crime and that if they had, given her personality as a rule follower, she would have never done this. Bull fucking shit. They told you it was wrong. They told you it was wrong and you still went and fucked him again, raped him again, got pregnant again. They said, okay, you're still fucking wrong. You were trying to write letters to him in fucking solitary. They said you were fucking wrong. You went out and you fucking married him. Yep. What the fuck? That they told you 10,000 fucking yeah. times that it was wrong. And yeah. you still went and continued to fucking do it. Yep. And you still went and continued to break the rules. Also, why does anybody need to tell you that it is illegal to fuck a 13-year-old as a 30-something-year-old? I think that that's pretty fucking obvious that about, it's illegal. I can't even think about fucking a 20-year-old at 25. Yeah. No. What do you mean? Who needs to do- Who needs to tell you this as a teacher that you shouldn't exactly. be having relationships fuck, with your dog? students? I think that's kind of obvious to everybody. But their marriage did continue on. However, in 2017, Villy filed for legal separation after them having been married for 12 years. Mm-hmm. He later withdrew that petition, but two years later in 2019, they did legally separate. Mm-hmm. So after the separation, Villy did say in interviews that he did not see himself as a victim, but would later go on in 2020 to admit that he saw that the relationship was unhealthy at its very start. Mm-hmm. He was also, in that same year, did an interview with Dr. Oz where Dr. Oz asked Villy what he would do if he was in or ever in a situation where he was attracted to a minor. And he said, I would go and seek some help. Mm-hmm. So at least Villy, in his adulthood, recognizes after the separation from his abuser, mm-hmm. does not believe that this is this was an okay yeah. situation, and that I think very much. I don't want to speak terribly for him, but I think in now in his adulthood, he realizes that not only what happened to him was wrong, but that he doesn't want any child to go through Agreed. what he did. Agreed. Yeah. So. Also in 2020, on July 6th, Mary Kay Letourneau died due to colorectal cancer at age 58. Bye. Bye. I hope it fucking hurt. Mm-hmm. So although they were divorced, Villy, along with their daughters, were present and at her side as she passed. Letourneau left much of her estate and her belongings to Villy. So Villy does not speak uh, mu- as much to this as he did when he and Laterno were married, but he has clearly moved on with his life. And in 2022, he welcomed his third daughter with his new partner. Mm. So often the reporting on this case was very much like a celebrity scandal where the crime here was treated like some sort of celebrity tabloid fodder yep. where they would even put pictures of Mary Kay cover or 
on the cover pregnant with her student's child like it was something to celebrate. Mm. Like literally she would be on like People magazine pregnant as the cover of the magazine. I hate that. Yeah. So or some sort of like torrid alternative sexual lifestyle rather than the crime that it is. So I think Rolling Stone's article put it best. Despite the couple's claims that the relationship was consensual and that they were deeply in love, according to any moral or legal definition, Letourneau had raped Falau. Yeah. And putting her beautific maternity photo on the cover of People would be akin to publishing beefcake prison shots of Jeffrey Epstein. Exactly. And I 100% agree. Yep. It does not matter what the genders are of these two. What she did was rape. Agreed. She raped a child. Yep. Agreed. I agree. So in recent years, many have been trying to change the way this case in particular has been framed and has been trying to show people that this is a crime. So police that worked on this case have directly said that they believe that the justice system and the public at large has taken it way too easy on her and that if the genders in this situation were reversed, people would have seen this as rape and would have been up in arms about the situation. 100%. So even people within the the justice system themselves are like, yeah, gender played a role in this. Oh yeah, 110 fucking percent. Absolutely. So I very much agree with this statement and i think it is also important to point out that even her own childhood best friend has stated that she thinks that this was disgusting Mm -hmm. and that mary Kay never loved her husband and with that then molded villy into her idea of a perfect partner yep she was said and i quote love had nothing to do with it he was putty in her hands she created villy she hijacked his life and i do believe that she was incredibly manipulative sub lodell so it's sad to think that the only one that in her life personally that is pointing out the severity of what mary Kay did to her or to get to him is her own ex-best friend Mm -hmm. she groomed him she molested him she stole his entire life and she spent years being treated as something to celebrate and cutting down any of the trauma that villy had suffered because he was a boy like that (sighs) so unfucking believable i'm so glad that you covered this case I did research on this case a hot minute ago and I was like, this is so fucked up. I didn't know like all, I knew that like they still stayed like she yeah. still pursued him after the charges. I knew that for a fact. But like, yo, that's so fucked up. Like I like you're right. If it was a bo- if it was a boy, yeah. uh, like a man who had done this to a little girl, <laughs> if he had gotten a 13 year old pregnant, it would have been this huge fucking up in arms. Like th- think about like the J.C. Dugard case. Obviously, it's no kidnapping, yeah. but like he got her pregnant at 14. Yeah. Huge. Like, oh, my fucking God. Yep. But nobody nobody took this as seriously as they should have villy literally had his entire life robbed of him he was groomed molded and used by an adult Mm -hmm. who was supposed to be a trusted person in his life and this woman not only continued to do that for nearly all of his adult life that it started as a child she robbed almost his entire adult Mm -hmm. life she robbed his future and she continued to force him to blame himself for his own mm-hmm. abuse and continued to try to tell everybody that it wasn't abusive and that what she was doing was okay mm-hmm. when it was never going to be okay. Mm-hmm. No person who is an adult should ever be having sex with, talking to a child about sex, mm-hmm. any of these things. And that this kid literally had everything robbed from him was groomed raped and then told for his nearly 20 years was forced to say it was my own fault or like i wanted mm-hmm. this to happen or like it was okay that i'm absolutely this fucking happen. ridiculous absolutely disgusting yeah. she's a piece of shit i'm glad she's fucking dead mm-hmm. she can kick rocks in in hell yep. you know like her dad can kick rocks in hell like i hope her ass no. cancer hurt like yes exactly 
Go fuck yourself. Yeah, don't say that about anybody else, but yes. fuck this person who genuinely made fame and fortune for the most part off of hurting a child. Fucking ridiculous. This case was so very infuriating and I very much wanted to talk about it because gender does play a role in crime. Mm -hmm. There is a disparity in how women criminals are prosecuted mm -hmm. and the amount of sentencing they, they receive. Mm -hmm. And there is a huge disparity in how female predators are treated. Agreed. And this case, I think, shows that so very well. Completely agreed. I completely agree. Jesus fucking yeah. Christ. Yeah, who else... Like the like Rolling Stone said, who would be putting beefcake prison photos of Jeffrey Epstein mm -hmm. on the cover of People? Mm -hmm. Nobody would. Nobody would think that's an okay thing mm -hmm. to do. But why is it okay to put pretty pictures of Mary Kay Letourneau pregnant with her victim's child mm -hmm. on the cover of magazines and act like this mm -hmm. is something we should all be like, ooh. Agreed. Agreed. I completely fucking agree. Yeah. That, fuck that bitch. I hope she fucking rots. I hope um, mm -hmm. her colon cancer hurt. I hope her asshole fell. I hope her colon fell out of her asshole. I hope she had a prolapsed anus every fucking day. I hope she has. Yeah. I hope yeah. she can't sit down without it. Just like yep. falling out. If there is a hell, I hope she, I know she'd be in it. Yes. Jesus fuck this person. Christ. Fuck this fucking like oh this whole God. fucking case. Fuck her. Fuck any person that thinks this is okay. And fuck anyone who tries to say that male victims wanted, asked for, or deserved what happened mm, to them. No, and it's not a boy's dream. This is no. rape. This is assault. This is fucked up. Yeah, absolutely. This not. is abuse, and it absolutely, absolutely took a toll on him and ruined his life. Though I do not understand why it is. Under, like understated and nobody is talking mm -hmm. about the fact that this kid dropped out of school lost his entire future was robbed of his dreams all because he became a father mm -hmm. as a child by an adult who molested him mm -hmm. definitely what the fuck so fucked up well um yeah. we're gonna do another grooming case after this so third one in a row yeah and you that one we're gonna talk about ourselves a lot yeah so <laughs> so good forward look forward to it yeah so if you want to keep up with our bullshit you can follow us on instagram at figures in the dark you can follow us on twitter at figures in the dark but dark spelt drk you can like us on facebook send us a message um at figures in the dark i don't know why i hesitated <laughs> yeah, I like, you can send us an email with your case suggestions spooky stories um pictures of your cats and mental health check-ins to at figures in the dark <laughs> podcast at gmail.com and you can listen to us on all major streaming platforms <laughs> including spotify apple podcasts amazon music and google podcasts yeah. and thank you and as always beware the figures in the dark all right bye, bye. bye.